Blue Shirts fans, welcome to the worst New York Rangers podcast, the podcast about the NHL's least favorite team, the New York Rangers. Hockey has officially started. The Rangers are back. Our boys in blue are two and one. We've won two out of the three games we played this week, and I'm going to break it all down for you. As well as, we're going to speak a little bit about tonight's game, and we are going to put out our projections of what we think is going to happen. So, before we get into that, on last episode, I had put out my projections for the next 10 games for the Rangers, and we are 2-1, and one, so I think we're on track for that. I said we would be 7-3 and three after the first 10 games, and kind of broke all that down. So, if you want to hear that, go check out the last episode on who I think our matches and what our matches are going to look like against those 10 teams. So, let's get right into the first game we played this season against Tampa Bay Lightning. So right off the bat, home opener for the Rangers against Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, this was an awesome, awesome, awesome game. It's Igor versus Vasilevsky. Everybody in the NHL wants that matchup. Everybody in the NHL wants to compare the two. You know how I feel about it. We're Blue Shirts fans. Igor is the best goalie in the world. But, you know, Vasilevsky is very, very, very good. So this, from the jump, was a very fast-paced, electrifying game. So within the first five minutes, Rangers play the puck into the offensive zone, led by Ryan Reeves, and the puck goes behind the net, behind Vasilevsky, and Reeves just puts a fucking bomb onto Myers into the glass. And you can hear the garden is going crazy. It feels like, you know, the Rangers are back. The Rangers are heavy. They're hitting hard, and, and Ryan Reeves... We all know how we feel about Ryan Reeves. He's a character player, you know, and when he puts a hit out like that, you know, no matter what stadium they're in, no matter what arena they're in, uh, the the place goes crazy. 12 minutes into the first period, there are no scores on the board yet for either team. Igor and Vasilevsky, they look at the top of their game in peak condition. And offensively for both these teams, that's why Tampa Bay and the Rangers are so good. They can be offensive, they can be aggressive, and they can make more mistakes and more errors because they know that they have, you know, legendary goalies already in their net able to stop these plays from happening. So just under seven minutes left in the period, and number 79 from Tampa Bay pushes into our D zone and actually is being defended by number 79, Keandre Miller, from the Rangers. And he gets a play where he moves in against Miller and is handling the puck and actually handles the stick out of Keandre Miller's hand. And uh, Keon, like Keandre Miller is just, he's developed so much in this, in this last season that he's had. So he gets the stick handled out of his hand. So what the fuck does Miller do? Miller literally shoves this guy off of him and puts him down to the ground. And it was a quick play. And they don't they don't really touch on it when they're they're being casted live, but look at this play, first period against Rangers in Tampa Bay, just under seven minutes left in the first. Go check this out because Miller makes an amazing play. Closing out the first period, the Rangers are on a power play, and they're doing their, you know, to the top to the top, and Mika Zibanejad gets his snipe and tries to go high blocker on Vasilevsky. And to Vasilevsky's credit, he stops it. He looks great on this power play. This power play ends up being killed. 
and ending the first period 0-0. But I wanted to touch real quick. The beginning of this game, the whole first period, there were a few things that I think on both sides should have been called as penalty. But it really seemed like the officials were like, you know what, these are two titans. They're going after each other. You know, this is like kind of a revenge game for the Rangers and a show you why we're better game for Tampa Bay. So they don't really call very many penalties. And actually, they only called one penalty in the first. But that changes as we go into the other periods because it seems like the light switch is flipped. And now the the, the referees and the officials are kind of like, you know what, we're going to call everything now. Um, at the beginning, I think they, they were just letting the teams, you know, play it out, shake off the rust, but they really crack down and start calling penalties both ways going into the second, and we'll touch on that. So the first point on the board, under five minutes, the Rangers are on a penalty kill, and Mika Zibanejad drives in the Ozone, and he just skates it all the way to the net and just lays a backhand right above blocker side on Vasilevsky and just puts it in. And this, there are many times in hockey, a lot of people say it, you know, I'm not the first, I won't be the first, but, you know, that first goal really sets the tone for the game. That first goal, like, who's, who's going who's gonna to put points on the board first? Who, who's going to be the person to break this? And we had gone through, you know, almost 25 minutes of, of game time with no score. So when Mika puts this on the board, it, it's big, it feels big, and it just kind of cements why... Mika Zibanejad is Mika Zibanejad. The man, the man's going to put points on the board almost every game, and you know he's going to be there big when you need him. And about halfway through the second period, two penalties end up being drawn that put Tampa Bay on a two-man advantage. So it's a five-on-three, and the Rangers are trying to defend. I'm not going to talk about the penalties; they were what they were. But what it comes down to is, it's fucking hard, man. In hockey, if you got <laughs> You can score shorthanded, but if you got two guys down in the box and it's a five on three, and you're just playing keep away. And I, I feel the Rangers on the first half of this do a really good job defending. But it's funny because I knew, I knew we're, we're at the dot in our zone. And I'm like, dude, if we don't win this, this next face off, if we don't win this next faceoff, then you know they're gonna definitely score. And I, and I felt that I I said that verbally out loud to my dad. We were watching this game together, and I was like, dude, if they don't win this faceoff, you know they're they're gonna get scored on. And then Rangers lose that faceoff, and you know Stamkos puts it in. So what can you do? Um, it's how hockey be. That's how it go. So we close the second one one tied. And in the third, the next notable thing to happen is the Rangers are on a power play. We are in the offensive zone, and we are setting it up. And you know Mika, he gets in his favorite spot, blocker side on Vasilevsky, and he lays that sniper down, and he gets another goal. I think an apple for Chris Kreider, assist by him, but it is a goal by Mika. It's the one he always searches for. You guys know the one, the Mika Sniper. He gets it in, and that puts the game at 2-1 for the Rangers. So the last goal that is scored in this game is a fourth-line goal for the Rangers. We have Reeves out there. We have Carpenter out there. Lindgren, Goodrow. So Lindgren is up at the blue line, and he's trying to create space for himself, so he passes the puck. Pretty sure it was to Reeves. Reeves 
gets it back to Lindgren, and Lindgren lays a wrister from the blue line towards Vasilevsky. And in front of the net, Goudreau's planted on blocker side, and he tips it down, and they score a third goal. And this is a really cool goal. You love it when players that don't normally score, you know, kind of get in there and put points on the board. So, you know, assist for Lindgren, goal for Barclay Goodrow. It was it was an awesome, it was an awesome little uh, awesome little play, awesome goal. And after that, time winds down, and the Rangers take their first win at home. MSG opening night of hockey. It was an awesome game. I really enjoyed it. Me and my family really enjoyed it. But more importantly, I think I really want to touch on, yes, the Rangers won. The Rangers are back. It was awesome. It was a great game. But if any other goalies were in net for either team, this would have been a completely, completely different game. And I do believe the Rangers dominated in this game, and the score does reflect that, uh, 3-1. But I do believe that these goalies are at the top of their game. Rangers had many, many chances to score that were stopped by Vasilevsky. And though Igor stopped all but one, I think that both goalies looked really, really, really good. And it's going to be very interesting to see these guys meet each other again, maybe later on in the season or maybe in the playoffs. The next thing we have to talk about is the game against the Wild in Minnesota. This was an insane game. And I'm not saying this lightly. This is probably the best game of hockey that the New York Rangers have played in years. And there are so many things to say. There is so much that happened. Uh, I'm not even going to break it all down. I, I implore you to check out this game. If you can find the VOD, if you can find the whole game, watch this entire game. It was absolutely insane. I'm going to touch on just a couple things just a, a few things that I think are really important are really cool, but you need to, if you are a fan of the Rangers, you need to watch this game, Minnesota Wild versus the New York Rangers. So we see goals from the Mika to Kreider, Kreider in front of the net, you know, his famous plant in front of the, the goalie. We see a goal from them. We see a goal from all of the kids. We see a goal from Vincent Trocek, and we see a goal from Keandre Miller. Now Miller's goal, I'm not sure if, it was him or someone else got an assist, but the major play was made by Miller to make this goal, and that's really important for Miller for two reasons. One, because Miller is uprising star, and him just showing that he's getting better with every game is, is, is important for the Rangers. He's part of our defensive line. He plays with Jacob Truba. He plays with our captain. He, he's a very important piece to this. He's going to be a very important piece for the Rangers for many, many years, and two, Rangers see when when their team is down, when their team is down and out, we see that the Rangers always find a way to kind of push through. Now, this game wasn't the Rangers down, but it was it was that feel good like anyone on our team can score at any time, any line can score. You never know who's going to score. And and that was the feeling, you know, in the playoffs of last year. That was that Rangers magic that we had. And most importantly, Keandre gets put into the boards and just slices his head open at some point in this game. And you're wondering, like, oh, is you know, it's hockey. Our players get beat up. They're right back on the ice. But what what transpires from that play of, of Keandre getting hurt, it really shows you who and what the Rangers are all about. And I'm about to break that down in a second. But 
wow, this this game was insane. I, like I said, I really, I really, really suggest you check this whole game out because I can't do it justice. It's really, it's really that great. Now I'm going to break down the most important play that happens in this entire game. It's in the third period. Uh, Marcus Foligno, he puts Keandre Miller into the boards. It was a clean hit. I'm not going to deny that. It wasn't dirty. But the he's number 17 for the Wild is a big, big boy. And that's saying a lot if it's if it's against Keandre Miller and I'm putting that out there because he's a big man. He's He's large. He's tall. And if someone as big as Keandre Miller is, you know, roughed up by somebody like that, then you know that this guy is a bigger dude. So he puts a clean hit on Miller, but he's so big that his shoulder goes right up against Keandre's head, puts Keandre's head into the boards, and that this is the play that he gets hurt. Um, Miller has a an audience of 50 that he invited to the game. They're all in a skybox, and, you know, his whole family's here. So for Miller, you know, I don't think that really affects how he played this game because he looks great all the time, but, you know, this is in front of his family, and Miller... Miller gets put into the boards and he gets he gets hit, and what transpires from this is is legendary. So minutes go by, you kind of forget about it. Keandre's already back on the ice. He's making defensive plays. He looks good, and you know, like I said, you you kind of just forget about it. It kind of goes back to normal until there's a faceoff, and Ryan Reeves starts chirping, and uh, you can you can kind of see it. You can see it's about to happen, and this whole next transpire is pretty awesome. I'm going to break this fight down. So off at the face-off dot, uh, Felino is right there. Reeves is covering him, and they're kind of chirping at each other. You can see a conversation. And before the puck drops, you know, they get down into position. Whatever Reeves said to 17, as soon as that puck drops, Felino kind of pushes Reeves and drops gloves first. And you know Ryan Reeves isn't one to back down. So Reeves drops his gloves. And they're squaring up. They're getting ready to fight. Felino tries to close the gap first. And Reeves lays two bombs. Boom, boom. Hits him. You know, I don't think that Felino is expecting to get hit like that. I, he knows it's a fight. But we all know that Ryan Reeves is probably the toughest dude in the NHL. So he lays two quick hits on Felino. Boom, boom. Felino grapples him up. By this time, they're at the boards. And... They're kind of grappled up, but Reeves just keeps laying bombs, 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 bombs. And I think Felino gets one or two good hits on Reeves, but you can see that he's he's dropping bombs on him. So many so that Felino kind of covers up the back of his head, and the refs are like, okay, that's enough. We're breaking this up. And fucking Reeves, as he's skating away, man, he flexes his right arm, points to his bicep, and says, too strong to the camera it was it was literally the coolest most gangster shit i've ever seen dude ryan reeves is a fucking tank and if you're messing with this team dude like just remember ryan reeves is gonna fight and he is down you just gotta give him a reason and sometimes he doesn't even need one so you gotta be careful with him and so the rangers win 7-3 against the wild but the reason why I made such a big deal about this play and, and this entire fight and this whole thing that transpired with Keandre Miller is because after the game in the locker room, you know, they're giving away the hat. Who was the most important? Who was the best player? Who really helped out our team so much? And Jacob Truba gives a speech, really, really cementing in and earning his role as captain. He gives a speech in the locker room after this game and says, you know, we have to take care of each other. We have to look out for each other. 
And you know what? It can't be Ryan Reeves every single night. But in that same vein, he hands Reeves the hat and says, you know, basically saying, listen, we have to stick up for each other. We have to defend each other. We are not just a a hockey team. We're not just a hockey club. We're a family. But when something happens, when something you don't like is on the ice, if something happens to a goalie, if something happens to one of our smaller players, if something happens to one of our players that you don't agree with, we have to be the bridge that says we won't stand for that. And that's what Ryan Reeves did. So much so that Jacob Truba had to go out of his way and make a point of saying this is who we are. This is the kind of team that we are. This is who we always aspire to be. And he gave Reeves that hat. And it was a feel-good moment. Like I said, it, it, it was. it's everything you want a Ranger to be. And though Reeves isn't the fastest guy, though he doesn't put up the most points, he embodies what it means to be a New York Ranger. It's no quit, never give up, and stand up for your team, and, and stand up for what you believe in. Stand up for what you think is right. And this this, if anything else you take away from this game, it's that the Rangers are here, the Rangers are down to do whatever it takes, and this is a different team. This is a way different team. It's not a bunch of professional hockey players just playing together because they've been drafted there or because they signed a deal there. It's a team playing together because we're a family and we have a common goal to be the best team that we can be, and we're willing to fight for that. And this is really important that he gets this. After uh, we put up seven goals in one game, anyone could have got this hat. Anyone could have been the most valuable player today. But it was more important that Reeves stood up for us. It was more important that he showed that, you know, I'll do what it takes for my team. That was more important than the goals scored. And that sends a message to our locker room and to everyone else that, yeah, we're here to win. Yeah, we're here to score. But we're, we're a team. We're a family. The next game is against the Winnipeg Jets, and it was a lackluster game. It was literally the night after this wild game, which was probably the most physical game that I've seen the Rangers play in years. Um, we end up losing. Uh, we really couldn't score in on their goalie, and I'm not going to break this one down too much. I mean, we lost. What can you do? But my 7-3 is still looking pretty good because we won two out of our first three, so that's that's pretty good. But, you know, it was a, it was a back-to-back game. And though I gotta give him credit, Halak was in net instead of Igor, but he looked insane. He looked incredible. Future of this league and the, and the future of of this season looks great if it's in his hands. If it's not in Igor's, but yeah, we lost. What can you do? It's hockey. You're not gonna win them all. And there's not much to take away from this game. The Rangers didn't look tight. The Rangers didn't look like the Rangers that we saw in the first two games. And though defensively, our defense looked good. But our defensive play just wasn't there. So I'm not going to break this one down too much. It is what it is. We take our first L of the season. And, you know, you take it on the chin and you keep moving. And we're going to side note pivot. I have one more thing I want to talk about. But before we get to that, I'm going to say that this episode is a little unusual because the Rangers are just a little unusual. You know that I'm normally going to break down every game. You know there's kind of a formula for these shows. When we do a full regular episode, which is what I would consider this, but I'm not going to break down all three games I just wanted to get back on schedule. The new schedule is going to be every Monday, every Friday. You're going to get a full episode. And, and in between, you might get some, some Broadway bonuses. You might get some extra episodes here and there. But, you know, the regular season's here, and we're back, baby. We're on that grind. We're going to keep putting out episodes. We're going to keep showing the Rangers love. We're going to keep sharing all these pages and everything that we love about the Rangers. It's not just about the team. 
It's a lifestyle. It's a way of life. It's how we are, you know. So that's what this podcast is. I want to keep pushing that. I want to keep saying all these things and 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 giving love to the people that give the Rangers love, you know. It's one big family. We're all in this together. We know how good this team is. And we, we know what we can do this year. It's looking really, really good. So before my last point, I just want to say, if you love the show, if you like the show, you know, rate it, please. If you don't want to do that, if you want to just give me suggestions about what you want to hear on some of these bonus episodes, or if you want me to include different segments, like I said, this isn't a regular, normal, full episode, so there's not all the segments that would normally be here. If you want me to add anything, if you want me to touch on anything, you know, I love to cover the the after, the post-game availabilities, the pre-game availabilities from all the players, all the interviews, that kind of stuff. It's going to be back again. So um, if you want to, just head over to at Worst NYR Podcast on Instagram. Send me a message. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what you want me to cover. Um, I'm going to be right back into it, the normal swing of things. So I really, really appreciate your feedback. So well, that's the last thing I want to say, and I just want to get one more point in. Our next game is October 17th. That is tonight. If you're listening to this podcast today, we play against the Anaheim Ducks. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be insane. You know, we we, we are we're playing against we're playing against a team that has two former Rangers from last season, Ryan Strom and Frank Vetrano, who were very key key pieces to our team, and I love these players. But it's going to be kind of cool to see Rangers versus Rangers 2.0. And I know that there are a lot of ex-Rangers on a lot of other teams. Everyone used to be a Ranger. But this is going to be a really cool game. Um, it's hard to root for two teams, but you know that you know you want the Rangers to win. You know, you, you, want, you, want, to, you want to see your boys win. So I just wanted to say this is going to be a really awesome game tonight. Um, I'm sure that will be a full game breakdown here on Friday. Um, maybe some Broadway bonus in between if uh, we see anything cool from Frankie or from Stromer. And yeah, that's that's my last point. I, I, I am really excited about tonight. I'm really excited about this season. I'm really happy that you guys are all here with me, and I want to say thank you. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. All the love. We've never we've never gotten this many plays. We've never gotten this much shares. We've never gotten this much feedback. Um, I appreciate that you guys allow me to do this. I appreciate that anybody cares enough to listen to these podcasts and enough to, you know, show that this is important. So I appreciate all of you. And all I can say is just remember, it's not over until it's over. No quit. Praise be to Kako, and let's go Rangers.